Can you guys all see up here in the back of the stage? Can you guys all see this word right underneath Gravity Church? Can you guys see what it says? It says perspective. Perspective. Over the course of the next several weeks, we're going to be talking about different perspectives. The perspectives of the heart. We're going to be talking about our perspectives in the way that we view God. And we're going to be talking about God's perspective in the way that he views us. We're going to be talking about all of the things in our life that we see and the different ways that we see them from. Tonight, to start things off as we kind of walk down this road a little bit, I'd like to paint a picture for you. The picture is on a Friday evening. It's of Jason and Shauna getting ready to go out on date night. We leave the home. There's three children involved. The home is clean. The counters are wiped down. You can see the floor. The carpet is visible. There's no glasses or dishes in any wrong places. Everything is as it should be. Fast forward two hours. As you're driving up the road, you see the glow coming from the house because every light possible is turned on all at the same time. As you walk in the front door, you can't see any carpet because there is a debris trail of clothing and trash and wrappers and whatever. There's only three people in the house, but there's 27 glasses all lined up on the kitchen counter. And you don't know why there's so much stuff there. And you say to yourself, what happened? What happened? Any of you guys in here that are parents can probably relate to some of this. And you ask yourself, what happened? This is not as it should be. This is not the way it's, it was, it was de designed to work. It's kind of funny to think about something as, as comical as that, though it is so true in real life. But you and I, when we look around the world, when we turn on the news, when we, when we scan the, the life around us and the people that we know and the conversations that we have, if we're honest, there's a lot of us that are asking that same question. What happened? Where did things go wrong? Where did things get like this? Tragedy, pain, suffering, abuse, chaos. What happened? Things are not as they should be. Our perspective, when we look at it, we ask ourselves, what happened? How did it come to be like this? Well, in the Bible, there's a guy that is my favorite author. His name is David. And he wrote some of the parts of the Bible. And one of the parts that he wrote is a book called Psalms. And in this book that he writes, he, he lays out 176 verses. And he says all of these great things about God and all of these things that he's experiencing in his life. And he gets to the very end of the book that he's writing. And the very last sentence that he writes says this in Psalms 119. He says, this is his summary of everything he's written. He says, I have wandered away like a lost sheep. Come and find me. 
for I've forgotten your commands. He says to God, he says, I'm lost. Would you come and find me? I don't know about you, but there is such a universal feeling that we as people have in this world of feeling lost, of feeling like I don't know what's going on. I don't know where I fit. I don't know how things are supposed to be. Some of us go to great lengths to try to do something about this feeling. We pack ourselves into our career. We throw ourselves into a relationship. We think that if I just have a family, I think that if I have enough money in the bank, I think that maybe if I have a strong relationship with people in my life, maybe if I go to church a lot, maybe if I read the Bible cover to cover, I just there's got to be something that will help me in my feeling of loss. There's got to be something that will help me in my feeling of being this lost sheep who just says to God, would you come and find me? Coming from that perspective, when you think of the word perspective, and you look it up on the internet, on Wikipedia, it says, it's one person's point of view. It's the choice of a context for opinions, beliefs, or experiences. It's a point of view. It's how we see things. It's how we view one another. It's how we view God. It's how we view everything in our life, our perspective. Now, perspective is tricky. It's tricky because it's different for everybody. It comes from a basis in your life. That perspective comes from a place that may be different for you than it is for me, but it affects everything about me. It affects everything about you. Our perspective of life is something that we got to know why it is that way. In Colossians chapter 1, verse 15, Many of you that have been a part of Gravity Church know that this is a very, this is a very well-used scripture verse that we, we study a lot because it summarizes for us the belief that we have about God. It says, Christ is the visible image of the invisible God. He existed before God made anything at all and is supreme over all creation. Christ is the one through whom God created everything in heaven and earth. He made the things we can see and the things we can't. Kings, kingdoms, rulers, authorities. Everything has been created through him and for him. And check this out. He existed before everything else began and he holds all creation together. He holds it all together. Now, what is this perspective that you and I have when we think of our life around us? Well, you and I work from a standpoint of time, meaning that everything in our life is synchronized according to the clock. You start your job at a certain amount of time in the morning and you get off eight hours later. You start off in life and you start going to school at five, six years old. You graduate 12 years later from high school. You're always working against time. And in this progression in your life, you accomplish things, you learn things, you become something more than who you were when you started, right? We progress, we learn, we grow. It's very normal. It's what we use in our life as a basis. Now, when we have this perspective and we come to God, knowing 
that God is at the center of everything. Knowing that God is at the center of our life and our life is just revolving around him. But knowing that we have this basis in our life, this perspective, if you will, that we're always interjecting. What is it that you and I really deal with when we come to God? We come to God with this idea that the longer I go to church or the longer that I do the right thing, the closer I must become with God. In other words, it's almost as if God is up here at the top of this ladder, and the more I stick with it, the further I climb up the rungs, so to speak. And every single time I take a step up the ladder, I'm getting closer to God. I'm getting closer to the one who's going to satisfy that lost feeling inside of me. Now track with me for a second. If the Bible says that God is at the center of our life, If the Bible says that God is at the center of everything in our life and he created everything and everything is held together by him, tell me, what can you possibly do to get any closer to God than what you're doing right now? Tell me, is there enough Bible that you can read? Is there enough church services that you can attend? Is there enough homeless people that you can feed? Is there enough good things that you can do that are going to make you get closer to God than what you are right now? See, our basis is skewed. Our thinking is messed up. Because Jesus says, I have come to extend my hand in relationship with you. And when you know me, you know me. And the love begins to grow. And the relationship begins to develop and begins to mature. And there begins to be this understanding and this comfort that comes with being connected with God like that. It's an amazing thing when you realize is that I am no longer trying to take steps up the ladder to get close to God. God is right here next to me and he is pulling me to his heart every single second, every single moment, every single day. This feeling that we have It's hard to describe, but we all know what it is. This sense that I don't know everything that there is to know is a hard thing to describe. When I was growing up, I lived in in a mobile home park out in Lockford. And there was a guy that lived down the street from me. And I came to find out as we started to grow up that my friend was adopted. I found out that the family that raised him were not his biological parents. It was my first really up-close experience with somebody who who was adopted. And as a kid, you don't really know any different. They were just his parents. You'd go to their house. Everything was cool. They loved him to death. They gave him a life that you could just dream of. But I had a conversation with him one time. For kids, it's as deep as you can get. But in this conversation, he told me how he wondered what his biological parents looked like. How no matter how much his adopted family loved him and poured life into him, there was always this feeling inside of him that wondered where he came from. There was always this this little thing inside of him that could never be satisfied. 
And it wasn't that he wasn't grateful. It wasn't that he didn't feel love. It wasn't any of those things. It was just this, this thing inside of him that wondered and that wanted to know more. That's the closest thing that I could come up with to describe to you what that feeling is that every single one of us has inside of us when it comes to our relationship with God. We know there's something about us that's just missing. We know that there's something about us that's incomplete. We know that there's something about us that just needs something else. It's that, it's that relationship with our Father in heaven. It's that longing to hear the words that he's the only one that can say to us. It's that longing to hear what he says about you. See, I can tell you what I think about you. People in your life can tell you what they say about you, and it's good, and it's encouraging, and we love to hear it. But there's only one thing that really, really matters. It's what does your father say to you? What does he have to say about you? What does he have to say about where you came from and who you belong to? To hear those words that you belong to him, there's nothing like it. There's nothing like it. And when we see in the, in the Bible here, when we see in Psalms, when, when David cries out and he says, come and find me. We relate to that feeling of being lost. We relate to that feeling of there's something else that I need. And many of us go our own way to try to satisfy what that is. This last week, I had a, a really, really cool conversation with a guy. He was doing an interview with me for the, for the Lodi News Sentinel. And after we got done talking about the church and the stuff that's happening around here, we started just talking as people. And I started saying, what's your story, man? And he started to share with me about his, about his beliefs and, and that he's, he's an atheist and that he's agnostic and that he's got, you know, things in his life that he's just kind of had to come to terms with that he just won't ever know the answers to. I asked him about his upbringing and he was super open and we just had a great conversation and I was, I was truly, truly involved in this conversation because I just love talking to people and hearing where they come from. And I was asking him, I'm just like, what do you do with emotions and feelings when you go to the mountains, when you go up to Lake Tahoe and you see this magnificent array in front of you standing on a mountain and, and you see how big it is? Isn't there something inside of you that thinks there's got to be a God? I asked him and he's just like, you know, I've just come to terms with the fact that I don't know certain things. I said, okay. But the thing is about it that was so intriguing to me about the conversation was the fact that he has had to come to a place in his life where he has settled for the fact, I just don't know. And I guess I have to be okay with that, is what he said. That doesn't satisfy. That doesn't feel the missing thing inside of our hearts. That's settling. That's throwing your hands up and saying, well, I guess this is, this is as good as it gets. I guess this is all I get. There's more. There's so much more. In the Bible, in the very first, the very first scripture verse that you and I ever read in the Bible, in Genesis chapter 1 and verse 1, it says, in the beginning, God created everything. He created the heavens and the earth. The very first scripture that you and I read in the New Testament says, in the beginning, Jesus already existed. The Word. 
It says he was with God and he was God. He was in the beginning with God. He created everything there is. Nothing exists that he didn't make. You see, Jesus was there before anything was created. Jesus was there before you and I were born. Jesus was there in every single stage of creation and history. Jesus was there. And you know what Jesus says to us? Do you know why Jesus came? Because he knew that inside you and I, we feel lost. And you know what he says? He says, I came to come and find you. He says, I was there in the beginning of everything. I know what you need. I know what you're feeling, and I will come for you. He says, I came to seek and to save the lost. I can't think of anything more comforting. I can't think of anything more complete than to be able to come into a relationship with the one who knows me better than I know myself. To come into relationship with the one who offers life, who says to me, Jason, you think you know, based on your perspective, how all this works. But I put it all together. And I'm holding it all together. And if you know me, I'll give you the, I'll give you the comfort and the courage to look at it from a different perspective. From a different perspective from his perspective. Tonight, we're going to close things up by saying a simple prayer to God from our hearts because I believe that God speaks to his people and I believe that the gravity of God pulls all of us towards himself. Whether you know him or not, you can fight against it, you can resist it, you may not know what it is that you're resisting against, but it's God. And if you're here tonight and you're not familiar with anything like this and you're just like, man, I thought this was a concert. I thought this was church. This doesn't look like churches I've gone to. I mean, I don't know where you're at. But you, by sitting here in this place, have been exposed to something. You've been exposed to God in a way that you're not exposed to him working the nine to five in a way that you're not exposed to him doing the things that we do Monday through Friday. This is a special thing. And in this place, when you feel that pulling or that tugging of God or the gravity of God, as we like to call it, you have to say yes to it. You gotta respond to it. You gotta give in to it. You gotta say, God, whatever it is that you're wanting from me, I'm gonna let you do it. And the conversation begins with God. He'll talk to you. He'll interact with you. He'll influence you. He'll love you. He'll be with you no matter what. And tonight what we're going to do is we're going to say a simple prayer of opening our hearts up to God. And if you're here tonight and you need prayer in your life, if you're here tonight and you've walked in carrying a heavy load, carrying something that is just feels bigger than you are, after we say this prayer together, if you'll come up here or come up here, there will be people that will come and they'll meet you and they'll sit down and they'll spend some time with you and they'll talk to you and they'll pray with you and they'll give you the moments that you may need between you and God. And if we pray this prayer tonight and you've never had an experience with God and you've never had a relationship with God and you've never opened up your heart to God, I want to talk to you. 
I want to explain some things to you because there is a really good chance that God is after you. And if God is after you, my friend, you might as well give up because he will win. He loves you way too much. He loves you way too much. Would you pray with me? Just say these simple words quietly to yourself. Just say, dear Jesus, I open my heart up to you. I give you permission to do what you want to do in my heart. I want to have a relationship with you. I want to know you. I want to feel found by you. God, as we've said these simple words together as a group, I pray that, Lord, you would begin to work in the hearts of people here. That, God, as your gravity pulls us towards yourself, there is nothing that we can do to resist. There is nothing that we can do to hide. God, we surrender to you. We give ourselves to you. And so, Lord, I just thank you for the opportunity for us to come into your presence tonight and to expose ourselves to you and to have your word open up to us. God, I just thank you that you loved us so much that you came to find us when we were lost and that we don't have to live feeling lost in this world, God, that we can know you, we can understand, we can feel you. And we pray this because of Jesus. Amen. Andy and the guys are going to come back up here. The New Divide is going to play some more music for us tonight. I hope you guys have enjoyed them. I know I have. And we're going to have you guys stand to your feet as they get ready, and they're going to play a few more songs. If you're here tonight and you feel that you want some prayer, as these guys start to play, just come right up here to the side, and we're going to meet with you, and we'll spend time with you. We'll answer questions for you. We'll do whatever it is that you need because God is real and God cares about you. And we want you to understand that there is more to this life than what we see around us. And our perspective begins to change. And next week, we're going to have our eyes open to God's perspective on us. And I think it'll blow your mind when you really begin to understand how God views us and how God views everything around what's going on. God bless you guys. The coffee bar will be open in just a minute. <laughs>